0: But I really used to value getting up at 4.30. I loved getting up at 4.30 in the morning. I loved it because it separated me from other people. I feel like I get a head start on the day, but I also had to go to bed at like 8.30 if I wanted to do that for it to be sustainable. I don't really want to do that.
1: On the day to day, it still feels just as hard. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I think that's where people get tripped up. They think, oh, when I get here, my life is gonna feel less challenging. It's not true. It's gonna feel the same but it'll be more fulfilling and more aligned. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host,
0: Kevin Paul Mary, And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers.
1: We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket
0: every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,317. Four words you must understand when it comes to your goals. Today, for episode number 1,318, you actually fail more when you succeed more. So I know we talked about this a couple times maybe last week, but I had a really interesting breakthrough and I thought it would be valuable to tell that story and then try to connect it to, hopefully, a powerful lesson. So I remember back when I was working a bunch of weird, different jobs, I remember having this thought. I was having a conversation with somebody one time and they're like, yeah, I hit snooze all the time. And I was like, I've never hit snooze ever in my life. And they're like, wait, you've never ever hit snooze? And I said, no, I've never hit snooze. Never. I just don't see, there's no point. Like, what's the point of trying to get another five minutes of sleep? Just doesn't make any sense to me. When my alarm goes off, I hit the alarm, I get up and I, I get after it. And I had this moment recently where I felt pretty guilty because I've been hitting snooze a lot more, just a lot more. And I started asking myself, like, what's happening? Am I going backwards? Am I getting worse? Am I getting soft? Like, what's going on here? Well, I don't know why I keep hitting snooze. Like, Why can't I just get my stuff together and get over it? And I had this interesting understanding where when I was working a job, say it was just like, I don't know, I was working six in the morning till four in the afternoon. I was doing like a 10 hour shift. All I was really doing was I was getting in a truck and I was driving around Massachusetts, New England, really. And I was delivering stuff, delivering building materials. It wasn't a super stressful job. It wasn't super mentally taxing. It just wasn't super stressful. There wasn't a lot going on besides that. When I was off the clock, I got in my car and I went home and I had a relationship and that was kind of it, right? There wasn't a lot of other mental pulls going on. The gym was easy because I would just get up and I would go after work or sometimes I'd go in the morning earlier, whatever it was. And I had that conversation with myself, Alan, recently of like, what's going on? What's wrong with you? Like, why can't you just get your stuff together and get up when, you're, when your alarm goes off? And there's a couple measurements, right? Back then, I wasn't succeeding at a very high level, so I wasn't failing at a very high level either. It wasn't hard for me to just get up when my alarm clock went off because there, there wasn't really much else going on. So now, I have this understanding that, and I told you this, Alan, my alarm went off the other day. And I was like, I really should get up. I want to go to the gym. Like, let, I need to get up. And I was like, honestly, I didn't sleep that well. Like, let me just get some sleep. So I end up sleeping for another hour, an hour and a half, whatever it is. I get up and I look at my Aura Ring and I got a 91 sleep score. So for me, that's really good. That means I slept 91 out of 100 value. Let's just say that. And I had an opening later in my schedule and I was able to go to the gym. What's the point of all this? I think at times we beat ourselves up because it doesn't feel like we're making progress. But if you are succeeding at a higher level, you're also going to be missing more too. That's ultimately the thought process is, yeah, you might be doing 75% of what you're, you are you want to be doing, but that 75% might actually be 150% of what you used to be able to do. But you don't recognize that if you're only focused on the losses. So I've been talking about this a lot, like hitting snooze and sleeping in and not getting enough sleep, and I'm trying to refocus on it from a constructive perspective of, well, for the first time ever, I'm actually getting good sleep. That's great. I'm very overwhelmed with everything going on. So me failing when it get, comes to getting up when my alarm goes off is understandable. It's just, it's an interesting perspective and I wanted to share it with all of you because maybe it'll resonate with you at some level. What are you doing over there? <laughs> yeah. a
1: mess. I just dropped. Uh, I have a, a stone that I play with while, while I'm on the podcast and it's like a round like marble sort of looking thing. And I just, <laughs> hammered it, like bowl bit <laughs> across my office floor. So I apologize everyone for that massive distraction. No worries. So I actually, when you were talking, I realized that I had a moment that was really, really powerful that I want to share with everyone recently with Brandon. So in 2020, December, December of 2020, Kevin and myself are in the studio and we were looking for support on the NLU team and we posted about it. And Brandon was like, I want in absolutely i love you guys i love what you do i love what you stand for i love the mission i want in let's do it so we jump on the interview and uh we asked him what are some of the skills and different things that he has and he said honestly i don't have any skills really i'm just willing to work really really hard and what he didn't realize at the time which now we've shared with him is that the humility and vulnerability that that call showed is all we needed to know and honestly in hindsight the emotional maturity of like not trying to pretend He's not trying to pretend to be something he's not. He's just like, I really want to help, and I know I can, and I'll work for it. Because there's a lot of skills you can train. Emotional maturity is much harder to train, it turns out. But anyways, recently I'm coaching with Brandon. And Brandon has come league since then. So it's 2023 right now, so it's been three, almost three years since then. It was December, so two and a half years, we'll call it. And we do peak performance tracking. And we've been doing it since Brandon came on the team. So, we have two and a half years of data. And the data is simple. For those of you who are new listeners, it's in Google Sheets. It's ones and zeros. Did you do the habit or not? If you did half the habit, there's a 0.5. So, it's technically, you know, red light, green light, yellow light. Red light is zero. Green light is one. You know, yellow light is 0.5. And then there's a total productive output, which is just a simple formula of summating the columns of, you know, let's say you have 10 habits and you do nine of them, that's 90% total productive output. So anyways, uh, there's a graph. There's a graph of total productive output over the years. And so normally we hide every column except for 2023. And Brandon and I are on the phone and we're going through sort of a a, a revamp of NLU. So we're six years old now. Uh, we're, we're doing an NLU 5.0 to NLU 6.0 transition. And Brandon had a department that recently got slashed and now he's going to be doing a different department. And so anyways, we're in his PPT and we need to redesign and all the NLU team members, both individually and collectively are kind of redesigning for this next chapter. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So we're redesigning his PPT and we got a glimpse of this graph from unhiding all the columns for the first time in a long time or all the rows, I should say. And this graph showed his whole journey. From the moment he started tracking habits two and a half years ago to now, it looked like a staircase. It looked exactly like a staircase, like almost identical. And he was like, whoa, 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 go back to that. I blew it up. I I made it bigger. And I was sharing screen at the time. And I was like, isn't that interesting? It looks exactly like a staircase. In other words, Brandon's old 100% is now his new 40%. And to try to really make this land, picture a graph, X and Y axis with a staircase on it. Brandon, when he first came on the NLU team, was probably only tracking, I don't know, maybe seven or eight habits. And he was trying to get to 100% total productive output. And he was sometimes hitting that, which is why it looks like a staircase. Then, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, years and years and years... Every single time we, we change the system, we improve the system, we add a habit, we subtract the habit, maybe we add three habits and subtract one, so it's net two habits. His old, what, what Brandon was capable of in December of 2020 is now, let's say, 40% of what he does on a daily basis now. But here's the thing, the way it feels is the same. He still feels like he's failing, because he is relative to his new system because he's living in what we refer to as the challenge skills sweet spot. The challenge skills sweet spot is the learning zone. The challenge skills sweet spot is that beautiful drive to five between your comfort zone and your trauma zone. It's the beautiful drive to five of this is enough weight to help me grow in bench press, but not enough weight to where I'm going to get injured. And we talk about it often. And so The unfortunate thing is, is that if Brandon loses sight of how far he's come, he's just going to always feel like he's failing when in reality he's succeeding so much. It's just in a different way and way more than he used to, but playing a harder game. It's almost like if you play a beginner in chess and you keep winning, yeah, you're winning and you feel good, but you're not really getting any better. And then when you play a grandmaster, you're going to lose every time and it's going to feel terrible. So you got to find sort of like, okay, maybe instead of a beginner or a grandmaster, I'm going to play a novice and I'm going to see how that goes. And then I'm going to play an amateur and then I'm going to play an expert and then I'm going to play a master and then I'm going to see where I fall. And I think that it's supposed to be a staircase. But the point, the real point that I want to drive home is that it never really feels like you're winning fully. You shouldn't feel like you're winning fully. If you're winning fully in everything, you need to level up. You need to up the ante. You need to set bigger goals. If you're winning fully in everything, you're probably not growing very much.
0: Yeah, I, I remember I got 100% of my PPT for like, I don't know, three months or whatever it was. I'm I'm growing way more now than I was back then. I think that was really good for me just to get in a groove and identify somebody who is a consistent human being. I think that that was really important for me at the time. But I'm growing more now with 70 and 80% days than I was with 100% days, for mm-hmm. sure. I, I couldn't tell you last time I got a 100% day. Now, am I working towards that? Yes. I also understand that there are certain things that are more important. And right? Here's like, the interesting
1: m- thing. Are you working harder now? Yes, for sure. But yet you're getting lower percentages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. if people, sometimes I wonder if that's, I think that's a good analogy for life. You're actually working harder and losing more. yes. Even though you're getting, you're you're growing more and winning on the long term more. I think the work that's is powerful. better.
0: The work is the work is more. It's more of a multiplier. I think that's probably the best way to put it. That's why I wanted to do the episode because it's like if I only look at imagine if I was tracking this because I know some people do track this. If you're in the if you're in the community, if you're listening to this, you might track this. There are people who track number of times I hit snooze. So did I hit snooze today? Yes or no? If I hit it. I get a zero if I didn't hit it, I get a one right hypothetically i I am failing quote unquote all the time at that, but sometimes it's because I want to get an actual eight hours of sleep. Other times it's because i maybe something shifted. maybe Tara and I were up having a deep conversation and i'm I'm extra tired. maybe I don't feel well, maybe I'm planning for a long week like tomorrow I have like i don't know I'm back to back from nine in the morning until seven p m You know, that I used to, here's another thing. I used to really value, and I still do to some degree. I don't know where I am with this right now, but I really used to value getting up at 4.30. I loved getting up at 4.30 in the morning. I loved it because it separated me from other people. I feel like I get a head start on the day, but I also had to go to bed at like 8.30 if I wanted to do that for it to be sustainable. I don't really want to do that. So now I'm reformulating I want to get up at like 5.30 or 6 because my first call is not till 10. That works perfectly. It gives me two hours to hammer stuff in the morning before I get on my first call. So it's it's very interesting. There There is that important thing to understand that sometimes when you feel like you're losing, and we're going to talk about emotion versus logic a little bit later in the week, sometimes you feel like you're losing. You're actually making the most progress. Sometimes you feel like you're winning. You're making the least progress. It's it's that unique balance that you have to figure out for yourself because it's been hard. It has, it's been a little disheartening feeling like I don't get up when my alarm goes off, but now I'm understanding at a deeper level, that's the season. And I'm figuring out what the next step is. I'm just in between two certainties right now, if that makes sense. Hey, I wanted to give my experience working with Kevin and the rest of the Next Level University team. It has been such a seamless relationship. He is so easy to work with, Kevin. And he gives you all the information you need but doesn't overwhelm you he's also um meets you where you're at so whatever you want to do he'll make it work and it's just there's no stress there's no drama and everybody else that i've worked with has been patient with me because i am not technologically savvy so they've been helpful and patient and just encouraging and it's just been a fantastic experience i highly highly recommend working
1: with them well, Kev, the other piece of this too is your, your challenges are so much different than they used to be. I think that when you used to be driving, doing deliveries for construction equipment or whatever, what was it? What kind of? Building material. Building yeah. material. That's what I meant. Building material. You're listening to music, right? You're, it's not, a, it's definitely taxing physically. You had a lot yeah, of physically yeah. taxing jobs and I don't want to take anything away from that because I do know that that is a big deal mentally i'm sure that it mentally and emotionally and spiritually it probably wasn't as challenging i would say mentally more than anything i think yeah. you've shifted and i told kev this earlier on uh, mastermind we were having when you first get in the nba for example and and uh some of these players can like dunk from the foul line and again i'm, I'm exaggerating but they they are really young and some of the older players can't keep up physically and the younger players are dunking and doing reverse dunks, 360 dunks, alley-oops, all that kind of stuff. And as you get older and older and older and older, and you're in the league for 15, 20 years, all of a sudden you got to learn how to hit that three-point shot because otherwise you're not going to be able to compete. And so I think that's a good analogy for what Kev is referring to too, is when you were in your 20s, your early 20s, you could play with 4 a.m. wake-ups. Yeah. Because you didn't need your mind as much. And I'm not trying to negate the fact that you still needed your mind, but dude, running this business requires more mental capacity than what you needed back then. For sure. And, you know, emotionally, definitely as well, because this is emotionally taxing work and we're very blessed. You know, we speak into microphones for a living and we coach people and help people all over the world for a living. And that is amazing. So I take nothing from that, but it also comes at a price and the price is pouring your heart into someone and something constantly. It's, constantly learning i mean you've learned every day for years right whereas back then you probably weren't learning that much it wasn't certainly not book learning anyway not proactively right so you're doing a lot more but i think it's important to realize it doesn't feel that's that's it that's it our lives are wonderful and i don't want to deny that they're certainly better than they used to be because Kevin and I are better than we used to be. And this business is better than it used to be. And we have privileges that we didn't have before. So I take nothing from that. But on the day to day, it still feels just as hard.
0: <laughs> For sure.
1: You know what I mean? And I think that's where people get tripped up. They think, oh, when I get here, my life is going to feel less challenging. It's not true. It's going to feel the same, but it'll be more fulfilling and more aligned.
0: Yeah, it's hard. And I know we we talked about it a couple of times last week, but I I feel like this story was a, this example was a really good one because it's like I feel like this is something I. It's almost like I feel like I can't beat this, but the reframe is it. Maybe that's not what I'm trying to do. Maybe I shouldn't be beating this just because I used to get up four thirty doesn't mean I should get up four thirty anymore necessarily. It's not now, optimal anymore. It, it probably isn't. I think me getting eight hours of sleep is probably optimal for the long term. Definitely, but I have guilt around that because I want to get up early and I want to get stuff done. Last night's a really good example. I went to bed. I think we went to bed at like 10, maybe 10, 1030 and I get up at six. So I got seven and a half hours of sleep. Awesome. I feel, I feel good. My sleep score wasn't great, but that is what it is. I'm 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 not worried about it. Just getting into that flow. And we're going to, uh, we're also going to talk about habit stacking later in the week as well. It's been an interesting weekend slash Monday for me, just in terms of like awareness of self. It's been a very freeing, powerful one. So A lot of the episodes this week will be based on that, but I thought this was a good place to start.
1: I think your identity has shifted. Your identity used to be I'm the grinder who wakes up at 4.30 a.m. and never hits snooze. And now your identity, your goals and your dreams and the sustainability of your relationship and your health and this business, it requires a different identity. And I think it's challenging because some people are giving advice. I I said this on book club. This will be the last thing I say. I said on, on book club this weekend, there was only, I think there was like 10 of us, nine or 10. And I said, this is a lot easier for me than communicating to a room of like nine people is a lot easier than 90, which is even easier than 900 for me. Here's why. When I cast a wide net, I can say much less that isn't detrimental to some. So I'll provide context. Uh, Christina wouldn't mind me sharing this. Christina loves work and she is very career oriented. And some people have called her a quote unquote workaholic. And I said, the problem is, is that for Christina, if I were to give her advice of you should take more R&R, that would be great constructive advice. But that would be destructive to someone who's already overdoing R&R. And so the bigger the audience, the harder it is to give sound customized advice. And so for you, Kev, I think this... This challenge skill sweet spot looks different. The identity that you need is different. And for our listeners, they have to kind of check in with, am I I in a chapter in my life where I need to be up at 4 a.m. too? Grinding it out? Is that what I should be doing? Or do I need to be focused on getting more sleep? It depends on the goal. It depends on the person. It depends on the circumstance. But this is the question I had for everybody. Are you failing too much or too little? That's a good question to ask, because if it's too much, you're probably near the trauma zone. If it's too little, you're probably in your comfort zone. And if you're in your comfort zone, your future is taking a hit. If you're in the trauma zone, your future is also taking a hit. And so is your present. So um, stay in the learning zone. Stay at five. Stay in the challenge skills sweet spot. Hopefully your growth looks like a staircase as well. Strong work. If you
0: listen to us and we provide value, if you would please subscribe, follow, whatever it is on whatever platform you're following. I know, I think Apple Podcasts is follow now. I think Spotify is subscribe, YouTube is subscribe. Again, we want to give as much value as we can. So if you have somebody in your life that would find value in what we talk about, shoot them a message, say, "Hey, check out Next Level University."
1: We appreciate it always. The 5 book club books that so we're on the last chapter of Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess by Dr. Caroline Leaf. And these are the five next books that we are putting in the poll. And if you have not yet voted, please join Next Level Nation. The link will be in the show notes, and please submit your vote. We are going to be choosing a book this week. Okay, High Performance Habits by Brennan Burchard. How Extraordinary People Become That Way. Limitless by Jim Quick. Upgrade your brain, learn anything faster, and unlock your exceptional Jeff. Life, <laughs> unlock your exceptional life. Peak Performance. Elevate Your Game, Avoid Burnout, and Thrive with the New Science of Success. Indistractable, we actually interviewed uh, Nir Eyal about this book. How to Control Your Attention and Choose Your Life, How to Be Indistractable. And then last but not least, this is Emilia's suggestion, How Emotions Are Made, The Secret Life of the Brain by Lisa Feldman Barrett. So all five of those books are in a poll in Next Level Nation. Please go vote. I will be choosing, uh, I will be choosing, no, I will be announcing the winner of that poll this week
0: next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1319 i'm very interested for this one for you and i alan what does romance mean to you taryn asked me that the other day she's like you have a pretty good understanding what romance means to me what does romance mean to you and i was like honestly i don't really know I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll let you know. So we're going to talk about that. It's very tomorrow. simple. I can promise you that it is. That's what I. That's what I said. But she's like, well, what if it wasn't simple? Like, what's a complicated romantic thing? And I was like, I don't know. I really do have to get back to you. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> As
1: Perfect. always,
0: we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow.
1: Fail early, fail often, and fail forward. Next explanation.